the Line, a podcast for tennis players, coaches, and fans. Today on the line, we have Alicia DeBartelaven. Alicia, thanks so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's good to hear from you. Yeah. Um, so Alicia is one of our featured speakers in the TED Talk format um, that we're using to start the day for our upcoming USPTA Alabama workshop. Uh, that is on Saturday, August 17th in Birmingham at the beautiful Old Overton Club. Um, so Alicia, tell me a little bit about, um, you grew up in a tennis playing family, um, so tell me a little bit about that. Um, yeah, my both of my parents picked it up. I guess I was probably, oh, I don't know, eight to 10 years old, somewhere in there, but um, my brother played, my dad played, my mom played, uh, her twin sister played, and her husband played, and my cousin played. So we all kind of... Um, <laughs> That's a lot, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all kind of stayed around the courts, and even when I wasn't playing, my parents were out there playing, and uh, and I was doing homework on the sidelines and right. watching and, and all that. <laughs> and so you, you played a little bit too then? Uh, I did. I, I didn't get huge into it when I was a junior, but I, I certainly learned a lot of the basics that uh, magically showed up again when I picked it back up at a later age. Right. And and was this in Birmingham? Did you grow up playing in Birmingham? Yes, I did, over at uh, Brook Island. Brook Island. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, that's another beautiful club here in town. Um, so so were you into other sports as, as, as a youth athlete or, or dance, or what, what, what did you do? Um, well, sadly, no, I was, I was not very athletic when I was growing up. <laughs> I stuck to my, uh, artistic side, actually. Nice, okay. To school for that. Yeah, so, so where, where did that lead you? Um, well, <laughs> but I, I, I ended up going to, uh, to Auburn University and majored in art and ended up getting a degree in that and, uh. Unfortunately, didn't do a lot with it. No, but I think that's so cool. I mean, I'm, I'm, I have an English language arts degree, and, um, you know, I, uh, I have taught tennis for 20 years, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> never know where we're being led. <laughs> you never know. But, yeah, I, I, I like the, the uh, more artistic side of myself as well. So um, you, you then you, – you, you picked the game back up later on. Um, and so tell me a little bit about how you got back into playing. Well, you know, my parents continued playing for the, the entire, entire time, so they've been in the game for a lot longer than I have, but um, I still lived in Auburn, and when we had our new facility down here, Yarbrough Tennis Center, uh, opened up in 2007, 2008, uh, I decided to pick it back up and started taking lessons and um, been playing ever since. Oh, that's great. That's great. You know, I, I, that's one of the things that I love so much about tennis is that you can kind of always come back to it. Um, you know, I played a variety of sports growing up, um, but it's not like on a Saturday morning I can call up, you know, a whole bunch of, of other ladies and go play volleyball. You know? Right. <laughs> I have nothing against volleyball. I, I loved uh, my time playing volleyball. Um, but, uh, you know, tennis is one of those things that, that you can kind of leave and come back to. And, um, you know, that's why it's the sport of a lifetime, uh, to use that the cliched term that is true. So so you then since since getting back into playing, um, you also uh, really got into physical fitness. Um, so so how did how did that all start? 
uh, baby. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. <laughs> that, that will do it. Um, but yeah, I um, I mean, I I piddled around with it as most of us do as adults. We mm-hmm. realize that our metabolism isn't quite what it was. And, uh, <laughs> right. You know, you get back into it, and I I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't. Um, you know, I wasn't like crazy into it. You know, I was more like, oh, tennis, tennis, tennis all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I got pregnant and had a baby. And when I was getting back to the game, I realized I wanted to, um, you know, lose that little, you know, extra weight that, that happened and mm-hmm. looked for somebody to help me that could also help me improve my tennis game, you know, to, yeah. to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, and uh, makes sense. I, asked a lot of people and did a lot of research and stuff. And of course, many of them will say that, you know, and then, I mean, there are basics to, to physical fitness that can help you in all sports, but sure. very, very few people know about tennis uh, specific fitness. Right. Uh, because there mm-hmm. is a difference between like a baseline level of fitness, like, you know, being able to go out and run a mile or, or, mm-hmm. you know, do a push up, but, but that doesn't necessarily translate into something specifically that's going to impact your, your, your tennis game. Right. (laughs) You know, I mean, I remember, uh, you know, when I was playing in school, you know, we'd be like, Oh, you know, we need to go out and run a mile, you know, and I'm like, how is running a mile help really going to help my, my tennis? It's going to help my fitness. Like, (laughs) but you know, baseline level of fitness. Okay, great. I can go run a mile, but, but tennis specific, um, uh, is intriguing to me um, as, as it was to you. And yes. so um, I know that uh, I remember seeing you and your tennis pro husband, Travis, um, <laughs> at the um, World Tennis Fitness Conference through the International Tennis Performance Association, ITPA. Um, that was a couple of years ago, um, and I was excited to see you all there. So, so what, what kind of brought you to ITPA? Well, um, you know, I, I, uh, when I met, well, excuse me, uh, Travis started working at the Arbor Tennis Center around 2008, and that's mm-hmm. when we met, mm-hmm. um, uh, taking lessons mm-hmm. from him, and uh, <laughs> we obviously hit things off, and, yeah. you know, story there, but anyway, um, I got very involved in uh, helping him out with volunteering at tennis events, um, you know, doing bits here and there, so um, together and, uh, and you know, le- learning that game, well, that's a whole different mindset, uh, running yeah. tennis events, yes. as you know, yes. but... Uh, yeah, totally different, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, doing all that, we've we done, I started first year, I had a week of vacation that I hadn't taken from my job yet, and I took my entire five days off to help Travis uh, run a pro, a women's pro event. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I kind of got into it doing that, and, you know, I've, I've run rec leagues and done all different types of, types of events and stuff, so we, got, we really got into it that way, and uh, he decided to take me to the uh, PTR so, oh, seminar. the symposium, yeah. Yeah, the symposium. Um, gosh, I, I don't even remember how long ago that was, but, you know, <laughs> got kind of involved in it there. Um, you know, seeing the more professional side, I guess, of, of tennis and teaching, mm-hmm. you know, coaches and, and things like that. And I heard from some of the same people like uh, Mark Kovacs and, mm-hmm. you know, just here and there, people that focus more on the fitness side of it. And it's really just 
piqued my interest. Um, oh, I mean, just it, it, exactly what you were saying earlier. So specific, and it's really very intriguing how different types of fitness are, are you know, to help you get your uh, tennis game up. Yes, definitely. It's, it's just not the same. I mean, I, I've, you know, in an adult league, seen uh, marathoners, you know, who were in, you know, great physical shape and could go run a marathon, which I certainly could not do, um, struggling at a, at a tennis tournament. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. it's just a different level of fitness. It's a different type of fitness. I'm not saying that tennis fitness is better than marathon fitness. I'm just saying it's different and yeah. it's important. It's completely know. different than yeah. all the other sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, so I, I think that uh, the ITPA is a, you know, fantastic organization and, and uh, Mark Kovacs has done, and, and Mary Jo, his wife, I mean, they, they do mm -hmm. a tremendous job, um, you know, certainly uh, educating, you know, coaches and players. And now they have the Kovacs Institute, uh, which they do a lot of research with, you know, everybody from rec league players and juniors all the way up to professional athletes and it's just super cool yeah <laughs> yeah it really is so um so yeah our first trip over to the uh, itpa world fitness conference was was great and i, I was not certified at that time mm -hmm. um but it it certainly that was the direction i knew i wanted to go as soon as i heard about it mm -hmm. and uh ever since then you know i kind of started reading books and studying and eventually took the plunge yeah yeah, and so you, you went through both uh, certifications, the initial tennis performance trainer certification and then also um, the certified tennis performance specialist certification. Um, so congratulations for both of those things because those are not easy. <laughs> not easy at all, um, which to me uh, makes me respect the, the institution even more um, because, you know, it, it's, it's not just a easy little thing to get. I mean, that is a very, right. very respected, highly respected certification, um, to, to specialize in. So that, that's very cool. <laughs> 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 so you have a, a son and a daughter that play Tanner's 16 and Robin is seven. Yeah. Um, and so how, how do they, I know it's hard working with your own children, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, 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 you know, kids never want to be coached or, or, or listened, you know, they don't want to listen to their parents. Yeah. Um, but how have you kind of tried to guide them a little bit? Um, I mean, cause that's a totally different thing, a 16 year old boy and a seven year old girl. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, you know, Robin, she's of course, uh, as you know, we're working still on the basics of, I, she can definitely swing the racket and keep, keep the ball in play if we need her to. But at that age, our biggest focus is on, on the ABCs, you know, the agil right. agility, balance and coordination. Definitely. Um, so for her, it's all still fun, you know, right. not right. too serious. We try to keep, keep it like that. Um, for Tanner, you know, he's really gotten into more of his fitness side of things. He's starting to understand how that affects the game because mm -hmm. this, you know, the 14s and the 16s for the boys seem to be the biggest um, jump as far as a oh, lot geez. of them get a lot bigger and stronger while some of them maybe are not. And it's just that that fitness level really starts to show itself. Oh, absolutely. No doubt about it. Um, and yeah, that is a huge leap between the, the 14s and the 16s for the for the boys, for sure. I mean, you can have, you know, t 
two players and it looks like one drove the other to the match, you know, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> depending on, on where they are uh, and they're, uh, you know, as far as physically um, growing and, and, you know, you have your, your different, your, your playing age and then your biological age. And then, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, there's a, there's a lot that goes into all of those things, but, but I'm glad that Tanner's taken an interest and, and he's, he's doing really well actually, I believe the last time I've, I've checked <laughs> yeah yeah he just he was a finalist in the last tournament that that he played in so it's uh all moving along that's great that's great so i'm so excited that you're going to speak at the the uspta workshop that's coming up um and so we're, we're i kind of i really like the ted style talk format um I, they, it's been used at a couple of different events that i went to and so i wanted to use it at our event um, where you just get some people up there and it's quick and it's something that, you know, people are passionate about, which you obviously are. And so, you know, it, it's, you're going to be speaking to coaches. And so, so tell us, give us a little preview um, of kind of what you want to, what you want to get across to the, the coaches that are there. Um, you know, again, we, we've touched on it and just how important um, physical training I mean, both on and off the court, uh, but anything besides just hitting the ball constantly, which we know we know already that that's what players need, but sure. there's so much more beyond that that I think a lot of coaches don't necessarily recognize um, as far as strength training and power training and everything that, that is required to play the game at a high level. Um, yeah, you know, hopefully, hopefully I'll be able to kind of, talk to some people and, and let them, I mean, give them some examples and let them know that. And, and also to let people know that, that the TPT certification through the ITPA is super helpful. And it's, it's really, it really is attainable though for coaches who have been in the world and, and doing it all these years. And it's, it's so beneficial. Yes, definitely. And, and, you know, one of the huge things to me, and if, if, if anybody out there, you know, knows Mark Kovac's story as far as when he started ITPA, um, you know, he played at Auburn, and um, he's originally from Australia, but um, playing at Auburn and then was, was going to, he played a little bit on the tour, but he got injured, and so he, he this whole kind of thing started out of, out of the injury, and so injury prevention is, is just a huge one for me. I mean, like you were saying, obviously the repetition of hitting balls is important, but we see so many overuse injuries. I mean, I hate – I just get so upset when I see these young players and they have a knee brace and an elbow brace or, mm-hmm. you know, you're out and you're out for months because you're hurt. And, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, what, what is your training like? You know, what, you know it takes – it kind of takes a team of people these days <laughs> to make it work, you know, and it's, mm-hmm. it's hard for a coach to wear all those different hats to, to, you know, be able to do the, the tennis, you know, the techniques obviously and tactics and, and then, you know, educate parents and you're, you're planning your timeline of your tournament play and, or, you know, and then you got to get fitness and nutrition in there. I mean, it's, it's a lot. Yes. It's a lot, but, but the injury prevention to me is, is so important. Um, and, and I think that kind of education is, is just invaluable. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's, that's definitely something that every coach needs to have a talk about. Yep. Yep. You know, as, as you know, I, I actually am <laughs> coming back from an injury and yeah. uh, so I can, 
I have much more empathy uh, now um, for for players that that are going through an injury because it is it is difficult physically, obviously, but there are also mental and emotional components to it as well. Um, mm -hmm. And so the the best that we can you know serve our our athletes and keep them healthy and keep them competing. Um, I think that's that's the ultimate goal. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, well, Alicia, it has been such a pleasure talking to you today, and I'm so looking forward to, to listening to you talk in a couple of weeks.